You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to sonos.com to learn more. We are joined by a very special guest here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I guess it's the Christmas week edition, and it is Jordan Black who is a sports anchor and reporter for 4029 News when it comes to all things sports, especially the Razorbacks, and she joins us on the podcast now. So, Jordan, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. Christmas spirit is abundant on your end. I, I didn't know I was dressing up, so next time you have to give me a heads up. All I yeah. got is the football T-shirt. Well, okay, that's that's at least better than you know what uh, what you know what other people could wear too. Because I'm just trying to you know set the good Christmas vibes, and sometimes yeah. it's kind of surprising. Like I got a Christmas sweater on, and you know, and all that thing too. So it's like you got to get in the holiday spirit. It makes everything yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. If I could show you around, you would see all of the Christmas spirit inside my apartment. But um, I'll I'll spare you <laughs> so I don't make you dizzy and spin. Uh, that's fine because all I got is literally a Christmas tree. That that's it. Okay, uh, hey, it's, better than some. Ah, I just bought it this year. I got it on Cyber Monday deal. So I was like, I'm this is I'm gonna commit. I'm gonna finally start putting up some green and some red and and do it that way. So, but it is the Christmas holiday. And uh even though it's this time of year, there's still a lot of things going on, obviously, uh, with Razorback sports and whatnot. And I, I'm just curious as far as you know, haven't had a chance to talk to you much since uh the season ended, but you know, how much did you enjoy this Razorback football season? Because I feel like you who you're, I'm not, you're not saying you're new to Northwest Arkansas, but uh, you definitely, when you came in, Razorback football wasn't exactly very fun to watch, but it seems like it's really turned around. And this year, at least in my opinion, it was probably the best year that they've had in 10 years, at least as far as enjoyment goes. Yeah, you're so right. I actually had this conversation with a um, show in Pittsburgh yesterday talking about the Hogs. And I have to always set the scene because I think this tells exactly what my perspective on Razorback football has been. I came into Arkansas football in Chad Morris's first year, but that doesn't even tell the whole story because my first game witnessing Arkansas football was North Texas visiting <laughs> Fayetteville and the oh, fair catch of it all. And obviously most of your listeners know exactly what that was. Um, but, and even to put it in more of a perspective, I went to UNC and my, I worked in the football office when Seth Luttrell, the head coach, of North Texas was the offensive coordinator. So I'd worked around him and, and knew him. And so it was just like the, the perfect storm. And I just remember thinking, what, did I, what am I experience, experiencing? So that was the beginning of um, some, some madness that I experienced. And then obviously less than two years of the Chad Morris era. So then to see what Coach Pittman has done in less than two seasons now um, has been pretty tremendous. And um, obviously being right here in Northwest Arkansas, we see and hear from fans all the time. And it's just been such a positive turn because we, we get, you know, viewer calls and emails and stuff like that. And it's been really nice to hear such a positive response. Um, I always share this too, because you grew up and, and know Arkansas, um, but I didn't. And 
when I came here, I don't think I realized how much this is the one and only. Obviously, there are so many different programs within the state that deserve and, and get respect, but there is no other big school or professional team. And the fact that that team wasn't doing what it had done in the past or really should do as an SEC program until now um, was really kind of not not right right for for the southeastern conference so it's been a nice change and it's been nice to experience and then better to report on right we can always talk about when a team's doing bad but isn't it a lot easier when they're doing the right thing or or the better thing yeah because uh i've always looked at it in radio at least that it's you want the team either to be amazing or you want them to be terrible because exactly. if it's terrible you got people calling in and they're irate and they're just yeah. they can't like, get enough of how terrible things are but you're right, though. It's like here in the state of Arkansas, everything is better when the Razorbacks are better, especially in football. Like everyone's happier. Uh, the, the food tastes better. Like it, it's yeah. just something about it to where it makes it that much more exciting. And I think that the, not only that, but then you you top that off with like last year in the basketball making the Elite Eight. And uh, even the baseball season, which I know kind of ended in a disappointment because they didn't make it to Omaha. Uh, the ride, like being number one and for that long period of time and winning the SEC tournament for the first time, like all those factors made it just to where this the year of 2021 is probably the best year for Razorback athletics, at least at a high level that, that I can remember. And so it's like you get to see kind of how the fans just change, you know, like from just a couple of years ago where it was just so depressing to now because it is the, game, the only game in town and it makes it unique that way where I'm like you said, you, you didn't really know much about Arkansas until you got here, but it, once you get here and I tell this to people all the time, when I go to like sec media days and stuff, I'm like, y'all think, you know, but you have no idea until you come here and you see that it's like, there's no other sec schools. There's no professional teams of any sort. It's just the Razorbacks and no one else. And so from all four corners, you're going to get people that, pay attention to it, that care about it, that are passionate about it. And that's what makes it so uniquely special. It really is. And I moved here from Mississippi where you even have this even split of Ole Miss, Mississippi State, where even your coverage is split, right? So I had to do a decent job of trying to even myself out of covering both teams as well as the other teams in the area. But having two SEC teams in a state, like you said, there every other state in the SEC has professional teams or other teams in the state, whether they're in the SEC or growing up in Florida, we had, you know, you're either Miami fan or a Florida state fan or a Florida fan. You, you have all these different things. There's nothing like Arkansas. And I like what you said about everything tastes better or seems better. I did an interview with Bray Cook a few weeks ago and he said, when the Razorbacks win on Saturdays, every single Sunday is better. And we've had a lot of good Sundays this year. And I just, that stuck with me. And I thought that was so nice coming from a former hog and just like kind of speaks to the state of the program and the state of the state because i mean don't you think just people are happier like you walk around and everyone's just like in a good mood and i don't know maybe it's a, a mindset thing but everyone just kind of like yeah like you just you're just happy to see people and you have something to talk about versus being like oh can you believe that play they ran or can you believe that thing you know joe craddock said or the chief said this week or, you know, I mean, and not to yeah. diss them by any means, but just the state of the program was so different. And we talked about this um, yesterday as well. 
And I, I think I heard on your podcast as well, maybe with Taylor McGregor say, it's hard to dislike Sam Pittman too, because he's such a good guy. And so even when something's not going right, it's hard to talk bad about him because he's really likable. And I think that says a lot too, because even when they lose, you're not hating on them because they are doing the right thing as humans. Um, and, you know, sometimes in college football, there's a lot of humans in this that you don't necessarily love. Um, and, you know, there's something to be said about that too. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, first off, you don't have to worry about dissing anybody on this podcast. Cause I do all <laughs> the dissing. Like I, I talk about all those guys and I am not, uh, not ever going to be very professional about it, but that's fine. That's me. That's you. But anyways, uh, but yeah, it's like, you know, when you see somebody like Sam Pittman, who's able to come in and kind of just embrace what Arkansas is, because again, it goes back to its uniqueness. It's unique, but it's so like from the outside perspective, like I'm sure like what was your reaction the first time you ever heard calling of the hogs? Like, I, I mean, I'm sure it was kind of like, what is this? Like, this is kind of strange. This is weird. But then once you get to used to hearing it and you kind of are there and, and you hear, you know, you know, the moments that it happens in suddenly it's no longer weird. It's like, this is kind of cool in a way. Cause you have everybody. It's, so it's just kind of the same thing where it's like, you got Sam Pittman who's embraced the fact that it is weird. Yes. You call pigs. Like it's weird. Right. You, you, you know, you have uh, your, your mascot is literally a pig. And it's something that not only do people love, they, they love so much that they'll wear it on their shirts and they'll have, uh, you know, designs on their hats and, and, and everything surrounding Razorbacks. So it's it's something that like where when you have someone like Sam Pittman, not only embracing what that is, but also being successful on the field and being able to build the football program into something that can people can be proud of. That to me is what made him literally the perfect guy for the job and what he's doing right now. Cause everyone wants to win at the end of the day. That's all anybody wants to do. Like when Bobby Petrino was here, he was winning. I don't know if he just loved the Razorbacks or loved Arkansas as much as like Sam Pittman does, but he won and that's what people care about. But when you can win at a high level and have somebody that just loves all things, Arkansas, that is something that's, I don't think Arkansas had in a long time, really in any sport at least coaches being able to win at a high level, like Sam Pittman's being able to do at least right now. And didn't you maybe know that coach Pittman was going to be that guy at his press conference when he got emotional right off the bat? Yeah. Like, didn't you get this sense that he was the right fit when coaches and players from the past were petitioning to get him an interview and, and talk for the job when he wasn't on, on the short list. Like I remember preparing video and, and articles of who the next coach would be. And we were talking about the Billy Napiers and yeah. um, the, um, you know, who, who else was it? Luke Fickle and, yeah. and all Eli, of those guys. Eli Drinkwitz, I think was like one, right. two, like, yeah. yeah. Mike Norvell uh, again, um, whoever yeah. it was. And it wasn't the coach Pittman's of, of the world because, um, you know, as we've all said many a time, it, we weren't talking O-line coaches, but like you said, the idea of loving a team so much that you're never going to leave them, that resonates with your players and you want to win so much, but then when you want to win, but you also love what you're doing, you know, yeah. you try into that. 18-year-olds, they, you know, they want to win, 
but they also want to see that you like what you're doing. You, you remember even being in school and if your teacher loved what they were teaching you, I mean, didn't you want to be in their class more than when they were just writing, you know, a math equation? Yeah. It's kind of the same idea. Yeah. And like the, the getting emotional things, it's like, man, I was over here cutting onions. I'm like, man, I, I, yep. I don't know if this guy's going to be good, but I want him to win. I want him to do well because it means something to him. Because you like you have that under Chad. Chad Morris didn't give a rip about being here. Like, he didn't even move his family here. Like his family stayed in Texas. So it was like, I, I just still look back on that and I'm like, how? how? How did we not know that this was going to be a disaster when the dude won't even move like his family to it? But it's like Sam Pittman, man. He like not only did he want like want the job, but like he was like I think it was uh, I forgot it may have been his wife, I guess Jamie. She was like saying that he was like an emotional wreck after the interview, yeah. just like so like torn down and like nervous and and everything about it. So I guess that's the good thing to know that I don't know if Sam Pittman's gonna you know ever win a national championship or anything in Arkansas, but you know that no matter what happens, no matter how good you get and how how good you are. He ain't leaving you. And I think that that's something you can at least take some solace in too. Yeah, I think that's kind of comforting too for uh, from a recruiting standpoint when like oh. the whole college landscape is is all about that now too because that's, that's where it, the winning starts. And if you're an 18-year-old or a 17-year-old and then his parents committing to a guy, you want to know that he's staying for a long time. I even think about it from a – an adult and a job perspective when i'm going somewhere i want to know that my boss isn't going to leave as soon as i come in yeah. so it's the same idea that he's going to be there for a minute and for him he's going to be there you know as long as they'll have him that's right by the way folks uh, just want to remind everybody that we're brought to you by netsuite just think about this this is it this is the putt to win the tournament if you sink it the championship is yours but on your backswing your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. It's the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. And over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. So for the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. Head to netsuite.com slash locked for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer and the number one financial system for growing business. Again, at netsuite.com slash locked. Jordan Black of 4029 Sports Anchor is here on our Rocked on Razorbacks podcast. And, you know, Jordan, the thing is, is we, we were talking a lot about Sam Pittman and the job he's done and, and, you know, the things that have really come to fruition with him. And now we kind of turn towards the bowl game. And it's so funny to me how there are certain people that really get amped up and hyped up for bowl games like teams. And then there's ones that you could kind of tell don't really care. Maybe it's a disappointment that they ended up going to the bowl game that they're at. And I was thinking like, just look at listening to Sam Pittman. And I think it was even yesterday when he was meeting with the media saying that all he wants for Christmas is a bowl win. Yeah. Like, I guess that, that's a, like, that's awesome because it kind of shows that he's trying to instill into his team and into the culture of the program. It's like, Hey, we want to win this. Like, yeah, it's great. We got there. It's fun. We get to go to Tampa, but there's still a game to be played and we still got to go out there. And we still got to beat Penn state. That's such a good point because we were talking yesterday. So the, I was talking to this radio station in Pittsburgh just to kind of, you know, they don't, 
they they cover Penn State, but they they don't know a lot about um, Arkansas. So it was giving them a little bit of perspective about um, Arkansas and kind of explaining what it means to these guys up there, what um, going to a bowl game is about. And they were explaining that it's a little bit of a disappointment for Penn State to go to the Outback Bowl. One, because they had a seven and five season. The, the expectations are way higher in Happy Valley, like a seven and five year is down. Um, and talking about how an eight and four year on the Hill is, you know, um, a good year. Obviously, you want to go up from there, but to go to the Outback Bowl is a big deal. And I think he's tried to instill that back. But for Penn State, they're kind of like, okay, we have one more game to play. We've had a month off. Like, I, I really got that sense. And I've been listening to they had a media day last week. I get the sense that Penn State is like, okay, we have another game to play. We've played an SEC West team. We have another one. Like, Arkansas is a good team. Let's go play them. <laughs> and I don't get the sense that they have that same mindset of this is a big deal. This is a big bowl. And I think that's twofold. I think one part of it is that bowl games are becoming less meaningful because of the college football playoff. And James Franklin spoke to that saying, you know, if you expand the playoff that, you know, some of these bowl games, maybe including the Outback Bowl can become part of the playoff. Um, but I think the second part is that when you have a program like Penn State where expectations are higher, um, going to a bowl like the Outback isn't as big a deal as, say, in Arkansas, where you're going to your first bowl in five seasons. Yeah, that's because that's the thing that, like, I kept thinking about Penn State. I'm like, there is no way that they're motivated in one, like, this is what they wanted. Like, they were like a top five team at one point, and like, they went seven and five. But I think I saw in like looking at their schedule, it's like they lost to Michigan State by three, they lost to Ohio State by nine, they lost to uh, Michigan in a close game, Iowa in a close game, like. So Indiana yeah, I, and OT. Yeah. 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 And then like, yeah, that stupid nine overtime game yeah. like, to Brett Bielema. Disgusting. Um, but yeah, still, oh, yeah Illinois. Yeah. Was that yeah. Like that. So yeah, it was like so strange to kind of see like, man, you know, this go, they went seven and five and I hate this cliche, but it's like, oh, they're the best seven and five team there is out there because I mean, they might be. So it's, I just think that the motivations there for Arkansas and that's why I'm still going to, uh, pick them to win too. And the fact that it's like going to a bowl, like the, my favorite thing about it is you're going to a bowl game that you've never been to do before. You've never been to the Outback Bowl and you're playing a team you've never played before. And it's a team that is pretty iconic and everybody knows about. So to me, like it's the best of all worlds where obviously you'd like to go to a better bowl game. You always want to go to the best, but as far as Arkansas going eight and four and playing Penn State in the Outback Bowl in Tampa where I think it's fairly warm, a lot warmer than it is here. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. And I think that that's like, honestly, probably the best case scenario you could have had for Arkansas this year. Yeah. I think if I, at least if you asked me before the season, I wouldn't have had them winning eight games and it wasn't like me thinking, Oh, this team is not is bad. It's just the sec West is so hard. Um, we hadn't seen KJ run an offense. We hadn't seen, um, you know, this, depth of running back we you know we didn't know you know what this d line was going to do and i mean we didn't see a lot of things so I, I didn't think they were going to win eight games i'll be honest i think in our preseason show i said maybe maybe six i mean mm -mm. man I, yeah i know and i like to consider myself an optimist so i think the outback bowl is is a huge accomplishment i i really do and um yeah but for for penn state so i, I actually think that's a huge like motivator for Arkansas because they're going in with you know all of 
the um all of the want to and Penn State I think it's just like okay one more game before we really you know go into the off season and and then like their defense right now is kind of like in this limbo situation um so yeah I think it's going to be interesting but um even the guys from Pennsylvania yesterday I think would were picking the hogs so I've been telling everybody about prize picks, and if you still haven't signed up, what are you waiting for? In addition to college football action, prize picks makes college basketball a lot more exciting as well. It's the leader in college sports daily fantasy, and they offer more college football and basketball props than anyone else in the world. And all of you that sign up today by using the app or going to their website, if you use promo code locked on, you'll get a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars. You can use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals, so don't hesitate. Check out PricePicks.com. Use promo code Locked On, or go to the App Store and download the app today. Again, PricePicks.com, or download the app. Use promo code Locked On for Price Picks. It's the daily fantasy made easy. Okay, so Jordan, I saw that like you were like tweeting things about Florida. So you are you a Florida person? Like you know a lot about Florida. Well, I'm, like, from, I'm from there. Okay, so raised. you're. So where are you yes. from in Florida? Fort Lauderdale. And oh, my parents okay. were born and raised in Fort Lauderdale too, which is rare. Um, Cause you know, most people uh, retire. So I'm from Fort Lauderdale. I'll actually be there next week. And then I'm going to fly from Fort Lauderdale to Tampa for the bowl game. Oh, must be nice. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Cause I've actually gone to uh, Hollywood um, a bit. Yep. Like that was where. Yeah. That's uh, like right. Yeah. Yeah. Right down was, the road. Yeah. I always liked Fort Lauderdale. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Like a lot of people would go down to South Beach in Miami, which is cool too. But I don't know. Lauderdale was just kind of like if you wanted more of a just fun, relaxing uh vacation. That's kind of the place yeah, to go at least. A little bit quieter. Yeah. Slightly. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not not against Miami. Um yeah. I was actually like in um Fort Lauderdale when the bowl was announced for a friend's bachelorette and um we just did it at home. And so it was funny, like watching everything from there and um, trying to to work um, from down there. But um, yeah, lo love, love South Florida. Um, I'm happy that it's going to be well on the other coast of Florida, but I haven't been to Tampa in a long time. Um, my mom went to college at USF, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't been to Tampa. Well, maybe in a few years, but it's a nice area. I'm excited to go see them play in an NFL stadium. I think that's yeah. super cool i think that's a, a better so like of all the places they could have played in florida like i've been to the citrus bowl and i think that stadium's like fine my high school would always go to like the state championships there but i think this is a better gig like for a team to play at um or if they ended up in the gator bowl in jacksonville like that would have been cool too but um i think tampa's a, a good get yeah well i was thinking about like i remember arkansas went to the texas bowl in like 2014 uh, and they went six and six, so they weren't a great team, but it was like, you got to play an NRG stadium in Houston. So it was yeah. like, part of it was cool. And then nothing against the fine folks over there in Memphis, but the Liberty bowl sucks. Like I hate the Liberty bad. bowl. And maybe it's just because Arkansas played in a few times, but it's just like the stadium's not great. It's not really like a place that you can get away from Arkansas and like a vacation too. Cause it's like, it's just in Memphis, but I was going to be really yeah. bummed if Arkansas went seven and five and they're going to end up in the Liberty Bowl or something like that. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like Tampa's the best part of it because Tampa's a cool city. It's warm. It's in Florida. It's in an NFL stadium, too. Maybe we'll get to meet Tom Brady. You know, you never know. He might just happen. be walking around, you know? Yeah. He's just throwing he might, tablets. He might, 
Yeah, he may come visit the press box to watch the yeah. Razorbacks in Penn State. Totally. Uh, so, you know, like, it, yeah, like that part of it's so cool. And like, I've actually been to Tampa a lot. And my brother used to, he went to college there and oh, my cool. older brother did. And so like, I, I spent a, a couple spring breaks there and I, I like it. Like it's, and it's really yeah. cool. And I think Ybor City is kind of the, the, yeah. the place to. Yeah, everyone was saying like hog fans in Ybor City, like on New Year's Eve, just chaos. Oh man. Yeah. Just calling the hogs at the dance clubs. Like right. yeah, just here in Woo Pig everywhere is probably quite a culture shock for them. But, but no, yeah. I think that it's like, like Tampa's cool. And, and like, I was just checking the weather and I know we still got a ways away so things can change, but like, it's it looked pretty good. It's like in the eighties and yeah. sunny. So I know Tara from, well, you guys heard from Tara a couple weeks ago, but she was yeah. just asking me like, what's the, what, like, what do we wear? Um, and I was like, you're not going to, it's not going to be cold. Like, you don't have to worry about like packing, you know, like layers and stuff. Um, it's not one of those places where, you you know, you're worried about, are you going to be cold this time of day? Like, listen, the weather all year is, it maybe gets to the 60s at night, but like not even this time of year. Yeah. So we're going to be like li living pretty for a couple of days. So I, I think, like I said, it's a, um, we got a good gig going down there and um, right on the beach too, like Clearwater beach. They have like that beach day. Um, so I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah. I'm hoping so. I'm, I'm like, I mean, not I, that we have to work or anything when we go, but yeah, I know it's just there's like, that part. Truly. It's truly just going to be a vacation. Well, it's like, I got to do my radio show, I guess, but yeah, it's like, I, I plan on wearing nothing but swim trunks okay. because you never know. Like you never when, know when you're going to have to make a trip to the beach or something like right. that. So straight from the press box, which speaking of the press box, do you think that they're going to serve us out back? I have a feeling they will. Yeah. Okay, I think that that'll probably be on the menu. I heard somebody tell me, I think it was Brandon Marcello, uh, who's who covers college football for 24 yeah. seven sports. And he told me that he, when he went and covered the Outback bowl, like in the press box, they have like blooming onions everywhere. Yes. Like, and I'm like, great. I like, cause which I love blooming onions. Don't get me wrong. And I do love Outback Steakhouse. Of course, the fine folks over there that do such a great job with their delicious steaks. Um, but it's like, I heard that. I was like, man. So I was, I was just like looking up on the menu too. And not that I'm a healthy person by any means, but when I saw the amount of calories that are in a blooming onion, I'm like, no wonder it's so good. Like, I think we'll that one one. Of them, it's like 4,000 calories in one blooming onion. It's like something ridiculous like that. We'll just like so pass good. it down press row. Like everyone yeah. take, take one bite. Yes. Yeah. Just everyone take just, a little, yeah. uh, take an onion peel and call it good because it's, it's going to, but like that's, but that's awesome though. Like I'm, I'm all for that. I I'd rather have, cause I've been to, I've been to, I'm trying to think of how many bowl games I've been to. I think I've been to four, three oh, or wow. four and each one of them have had kind of like their own unique experiences, but there have certainly been certain ones that have been much better than others when it comes to the treatment of the media. And yeah. so I'm, I'm going to be curious because I've never been to the Outback Bowl. So, cause I've, I've seen the itinerary that they do and, uh, and all that. So I'm wondering like, you know, how will the experience get? Cause there was, I'm trying to remember, I think it was the, I think it was the Texas Bowl. Like they gave us like, they had like a night out where all the media got to eat and drink for free at a local sports bar and they like nice. gave us these gifts for raffles and stuff like, really yeah it was like pretty cool it looks so. like they're taking care of us in the outback bowl too with like a hospitality room and all that you know they always take care of the players but 
Um, it was funny. My my dad, um, you know, sometimes thinks he's a a media member as well, and he's not. He's an attorney, um, but he is. He actually. So we are huge Gator fans and grew up that way. And um, but when um, I don't know if I should admit this, but um, when I was home after this Bachelorette, and I, I went home and. Sam Pittman had that press conference after the bowl game and my dad wanted to listen in. It was so cute. And I gave him one of my AirPods and he, he really thought like he was a media member and he, he just, he, he loves keeping up with, with college sports, but mostly yeah. the Gators, but he was listening. And um, anyway, so he's, he loves keeping up with the Razorbacks now, now that I cover them. And so he sends me this email last week and um, I'll actually pull it up. Cause I think, um, and the subject says players gift bag. Nice. That's the subject. <laughs> and it says out outback bowl january 1 noon espn 2 arkansas versus penn state and it says what the players are going to get so this is evidently what they get which i used to think they got, got more 150 amazon gift card a fossil watch johnston's ring jo johnston's 25 dollars outback steakhouse gift card which that seems like not that much yeah and then a hat hmm. this is according to espn though Huh. So he, if anyone can see that, which I probably should cover some, but send yeah, that but from they, um, Yeah, don't give out your contact info. Um, Isn't but, that funny though? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I'm kind of surprised <laughs> by that. Because I, I think it was the um, Fiesta Bowl when like play, like they would give out like PlayStation 5s and like stuff to, to kids. And so I was like, yeah, they'd probably rather have that. than Yeah, like, when I was at Carolina, I think they went to the, they went to the Belt Bowl one year I was there and also like the Russell Athletic Bowl, and they got like TVs, watches, PlayStations. But I would, I remember one day, like all these TVs got delivered back to the football office. Hmm. So we just had a bunch of TVs to give out. I so didn't get one. Did you get one? I'll bet, no. I'll bet no. say, how come you didn't get one then? If you had all these- That is an NCAA violation. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, can't, can't have those these no days. No gifts for the- for the um, student office assistant, because yeah. you know Tennessee ruined it for everyone when they yeah, had escorts. Seriously, like yeah, I was like, man, yeah. I would have, I would have said, I'm gonna no. What you should have done is you should have paid a dollar for the TV. Yes, but that way, it's not a gift. You paid for it. Yep. So now yeah. probably it doesn't even matter with NIL, <laughs> yeah. but free yeah, free that's true. All. That's true. Yeah, I you we only could get like one gift a year, and it would be like clothing from from the school. Oh well. Guess it's better yeah. than nothing. Well, which by the way, you brought up something I'm curious. So hold on. You grew up, you're from Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, you grew up Florida Gator fans, mm -hmm. but you went to North Carolina. Yes. So how did that happen? I just wanted to go to UNC. And I, I still would say I'm a Gator fan, um, which probably doesn't sit well here. I always would would root for Arkansas to do well. Um as an unbiased of journalist, of course. Um, but um, yeah, I grew up a huge Gator fan. My dad went there for law school. So that kind of gave us our fandom and our fandom is um, is intense. And then, um, but I wanted to go out of state for college and was afforded that opportunity. And I just loved Carolina, like change of seasons growing up. We're talking about Florida as one season. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go to a place that had different seasons and a good journalism school. And UNC was that place. And then a place, I, I asked my dad when I was little, I remember I was always interested in sports and I said, what school has good academics and good sports? And he said, Duke. And when I was little, I wanted to go to Duke. Oh. And 
I never, never applied to Duke and gosh, I would never have gone in. Um, but we, we visited Duke, UNC and UVA sometime in um, high school. And I, I didn't like Duke, but it was funny because I was like, when I went to UNC, I would never admit that story because, you know, we hate Duke. Yeah. Um, but when I was little, I wanted to go there and then um, ended up right down the road. Um, but, you know, another equally good basketball school. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think North Carolina has been fairly good in the sport yeah. of basketball. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of jealous because I've like on my bucket list is always to go to a Duke North Carolina basketball game. So, so good. Yeah. You have to get there. You have yeah. to, I've never been at Cameron. I've been to Cameron, but not to a game there, but um, so cool. Yeah. Well, I'm just like seeing the stories of like kids camping out for like a mm-hmm. whole week and, and all of that, like, it's just, I don't know. That's yeah. very appealing to me. So, okay. Well, that makes sense. Cause yeah. I was like, cause when you say you grew up a Gator fan, I was like, so why'd you go to North Carolina? But yeah. I have, I, I something I have to realize is that not everyone is like me where I grow up a Razorback fan. Therefore I have to go to Arkansas. Like it's not that way. People can still yeah. be fans of other places and go to different schools and be good with it so it's like i have to understand that i guess but i know i guess i have a lot of loyalties now and it is confusing especially around here like every time i tell people like and then whenever i talk to people like they're always like so you going home to north carolina so i confuse people all the time but i am from from florida and that's home base um but yeah big big carolina alum and like always will root for them but i grew up like loving florida and so that's where i like started liking sports and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's a good place to go for sure. So yeah. Other than the fact that every time my team has played your team in the NCAA tournament, it seems like for some reason you guys always win. Uh, yeah. But coach it, it, Z will always bring that up. Like 2016 Carolina beat Arkansas and Carolina went on to the national championship and yep. if Arkansas would have won. They never would have went to the championship, but Carolina lost in the championship that year. Anyways, my senior year of college, <laughs> like on a buzzer beater of all things like think of something more crushing think of a more crushing scenario you're a senior in college your team's in the national championship and they lose on a buzzer beater to the step sibling or half sibling like the half sibling scores the winning shot yeah of the of another kid on the team like mm-hmm. i just can't think of something more crushing but he'll always bring that up to me yeah yeah um uh, a pop-up foul ball to win the college world series okay um Touche. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> that. That was pretty crushing, uh, to say the least. So it's like Those we all have tied. our things. Those are tied. Yeah. Yes, we yeah. all have our stuff that we have. So yeah. Uh, but that's what ma- that's what makes us fans, I guess. Even though still not over it and still get depressed just thinking about it all the time. I didn't think we were allowed to talk about that one, so you said it, not me. Yeah. Well, I feel like the best, like you know, time heals all wounds, but. So does talking about it, you know, and then what they yeah. say in like therapy and stuff, it's like, yes. you gotta talk about your problems and always, you know, remember where you came from to know where you're going and <laughs> all, all those other cliches too. So, but yeah, we, we try to avoid that either way. Jordan really appreciate you joining us. Thank you podcast. for having me. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, you're since, I guess you're going to be in Tampa too. What day are you getting into Tampa? I get in late on the 30th. So on I, I don't 30th. have a ton of time, but yeah, it's Thursday, I believe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What about okay. you? Yeah, I'm getting in Wednesday. Uh, okay. I'm flying out at 5:30 in the morning, and so I'd rather die than have to do yeah. that. But it's okay because it's for the Razor Bakes, for the bowl game. But so yeah, yeah I'm gonna be flying it's down. It's not that, that easy from from Arkansas. I know. To no. I know it's been expensive for no. a lot of people to get there. Yeah, it's like I gotta fly. I guess I'm flying from here from Little Rock to 
Atlanta and then from Atlanta down to Tampa. So, uh, but yeah, so it'll, it'll be fun though. It'll be fun. And I know yeah. we'll probably see you down there and uh, yes. you need to find me. You'll know where I be on the beach at Clearwater. So with a blooming onion in hand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that'll get me a lot of, uh, I'm sure that'll get me a lot of the girls to come over to talk to me. <laughs> Being that creepy guy when like on the beach eating a blooming onion sitting there. So yeah, I'm sure I'll get all the attention. But either way, it's good to talk to you. Enjoy you. your trip down to the Outback thank Bowl. You. And uh hopefully we'll be catching up with you soon. Yeah, thank you.